My name is Bill Crockett, and this is Touch of the Master's Hand. Thanks for joining us today. Hello, everyone. My name is Bill Crockett, and this is Touch of the Master's Hand. Thanks for joining us today. We're in a series entitled Word, A Word for the Wise out of the book of Proverbs, and today's episode is entitled, Does Wisdom Matter? It's found in Proverbs chapter 1 and Proverbs chapter 2. You know, in the world in which we live, wisdom from the Bible is as important as it's ever been. Wisdom is the ability to know what's right and apply that knowledge properly in everyday life. In a world where morals are eroding, sin is on the rise, and right and wrong are being melted into what is relative, we need more than ever to understand the truth of the Bible, the fear of God, and the wise principles that God has offered us in the Scripture. So, does wisdom really matter? Does it really matter if we live by the principles of the Bible? If it does then why is it that so many people don't do it? In Proverbs chapter 1, God gives us some insight into the importance of wisdom and the reasons why people don't become wise. And then he talks about the results of not listening to and living by the principles of the Bible. So I want us to look at these things and hopefully glean some understanding and some wisdom for us as we talk about a word to the wise Does wisdom matter? First of all, what is wisdom? When we're talking about wisdom mattering, what what exactly are we talking about? Well, Proverbs chapter 1, starting in verse 20, the Bible says this. Wisdom shouts in the streets. She cries out in the public square. She calls to the crowds along the main street, to those gathered in front of the city gate. So, Wisdom is being personified here, and wisdom is crying out to all those in the city. So what is wisdom? Let me suggest four things to you from the book of Proverbs. Number one, what is wisdom? Well, first of all, it's available to everyone. The Bible says wisdom shouts in the streets. She cries in the public square. She calls to the crowds along Main Street, those gathered in the city gate. Wisdom is available to everybody. The scripture is available to everybody. Anyone can read it and learn the things that God says. So what is wisdom? Well, first of all, it's available. Number two, it is the counsel and advice of God from the Bible about life. Proverbs chapter one, verse 23, the Bible says, come and listen to my counsel. I'll share my heart with you and make you wise. I called you so often, but you wouldn't come. I reached out to you, but you paid no attention. You ignored my advice, and you rejected the correction that I offered. In Proverbs chapter 2, starting in verse 1, the Bible says, My child, listen to what I say and treasure my commands. Tune your ears to wisdom and concentrate on understanding. Cry out for insight and ask for understanding. Search for them as you would for silver. Seek them like hidden treasures. Then you will understand what it means to fear the Lord, and you will gain knowledge of God. For the Lord grants wisdom. From his mouth comes knowledge and understanding. So what is wisdom? 
It is the counsel and advice of God from the Bible about life. Number three, it is the common sense that God gives and the assurance that God will direct the path of my life if I'm following his principles. Proverbs chapter two, verses seven and eight. He grants a treasure of common sense to the honest. He is a shield to those who walk with integrity. He guards the path of the just and protects those who are faithful to him. You see, when we live by the principles of the Bible, then God gives us common sense. The, the Bible is, is common sense. The Bible is practical. And God grants us that treasure of common sense. And then he's a shield to us. He guards our path and he protects us. Then number four, wisdom is also the knowledge of right and wrong that helps us to make wise decisions. Proverbs chapter 2, starting in verse 9, the Bible says, Then you will understand what is right, just, and fair, and you will find the right way to go. For wisdom will enter your heart, and knowledge will fill you with joy. Wise choices will watch over you. Understanding will keep you safe. (coughs) Excuse me. So wisdom is the knowledge of right and wrong that helps us to make wise decisions. Number two, now that we've talked about what wisdom is, why is it, if it's available to everybody, why is it that some people never take advantage of it? Well, in Proverbs chapter one and verse 22, the Bible says this. How long, ye simpletons, will you insist on being simple-minded? How long will you mockers relish your mocking? And how long will you fools hate knowledge? In this verse, the Bible mentions three kinds of people, simple-minded, mockers, and fools. The term simple-minded just means ignorant, lack of knowledge. So this is more or less... um, a listing of the three steps of the progression of rejecting God's advice. First of all, there are those who don't take God's advice because they're simple-minded. They just haven't learned it. They just need to be taught. But then the next group of people are called mockers. How long will you mockers relish your mocking? These are those who've been taught about God, but they don't see why it's important. So they more or less mock it. They don't take it to heart. And then, how long will you fools hate knowledge? The fools are, it's the third stage of rejecting God's advice. And that is, they think that they're smarter than God. I don't think that doing it God's way is going to help me. I think I understand how to do it myself. In Psalm 14 and verse 1, the Bible says this about those who are fools. Only fools say in their hearts, there is no God. They are corrupt and their actions are evil. Not one of them does good. So there is a progression when people decide they don't want to listen to God. Three things take place during this progression. Number one, when they're encouraged to do what God says, they don't pay attention. Proverbs chapter one and verse 24. I called you so often, but you wouldn't come. I reached out to you but you paid no attention. 
quite often people will come into our lives and encourage us and give us advice from the Bible. We listen, we even shake our heads and seem to agree, but then we pay no attention to it when it comes to changing our life. Then number two, when God helps them in a time of trouble, he corrects them and gives them a second chance, they continue to ignore and reject God's principles. Proverbs chapter 1, verse 25, you ignored my advice. You rejected the correction that I offered. Verse 30, they rejected my advice and they paid no attention when I corrected them. How many times have I been corrected in my life? I did something that was contrary to what the Bible said I should do. I got into some trouble. God was gracious and merciful. He helped me. He corrected me. And then when everything was okay again, I thought I could just keep going on the way I was. Till finally God got a hold of my heart and I surrendered to him and decided to change my life. But what the book of Proverbs is saying is there are those that even though God corrects them and gives them advice, they're going to ignore it and reject it. And then finally, they get to the place where they choose not to fear the Lord, but rather to trust their own understanding of how life is going to play out. And so instead of listening to God and his plan, they follow their own plan. Proverbs chapter 1 and verse 29, for they hated knowledge and they chose not to fear the Lord. In Proverbs chapter 3, verses 5 through 8, the Bible says, trust in the Lord with all your heart. Do not depend on your own understanding. Seek his will in all you do, and he'll show you which path to take. Don't be impressed with your own wisdom. Instead, fear the Lord and turn away from evil. Then you will have healing for your body and strength for your bones. My friend, if you're in a place today where you're not sure what to do with your life, your life seems to be going down a dead-end road, you're not sure where to go or where to turn, then just turn your heart over to God. Let God direct your steps with his word and begin to follow the principles of wisdom in the scripture and just do the right thing one step at a time. Trust God, not your own understanding and your own wisdom. So first of all, we've seen what wisdom is. Second of all, we've discussed why people don't take advantage of that wisdom. Now, let me show you three very simple warnings from God if we continue to reject God's wisdom. First of all, number one, trouble will come. Chapter one, verses 26 and 27. The Bible says, so I will laugh when you are in trouble. I will mock when disaster overtakes you. When calamity overtakes you like a storm, when disaster engulfs you like a cyclone and anguish and distress overwhelm you. Now, this is not God saying he's going to laugh at us when we get in trouble and mock us. This is wisdom, because what's going to happen is when trouble comes, then we're going to want to stop and all of a sudden start doing the right thing. Well, the problem is at that point, we've already made the bad choice. So we're forced to live out the fruit of that choice. We have to, to endure the consequence of that choice. Doesn't mean we can't change. Doesn't mean we can't start following God at that very moment. 
But what wisdom is saying is, I tried to tell you so, and you wouldn't listen to me. That's why wisdom personified is saying, I'll laugh and I'll mock, because I tried to tell you, and you wouldn't listen, because trouble is going to come if you don't do things God's way. Number two, wisdom can't help once the action is done. Verse 28, when they cry for help, I will not answer. Though they anxiously search for me, they will not find me. What are they anxiously searching for? Wisdom, the right thing to do. Well, they were already told and given advice as to the right thing, and they chose not to do it. Verse 29, for they hated knowledge and chose not to fear the Lord. They rejected my advice. They paid no attention when I corrected them. Therefore, they must eat the bitter fruit of living their own way, choking on their own schemes. God will forgive us, and God will put our life back together. But when we reject to live by God's principles and God's advice and make wise choices, we're going to have to suffer the consequences of that choice God will remake us afterwards, but there are consequences. And then finally, verse 32 of Proverbs chapter 1 teaches us that complacency will destroy those who reject God's advice. Verse 32, for simpletons turn away from me to death. Fools are destroyed by their own complacency. <coughs> Excuse me. So God not only warns uh, what's going to happen if we don't do the wise thing. But then he tells us in verse 33 of chapter one, wisdom does matter. But all who listen to me will live in peace, untroubled by fear of harm. So what is God's advice to us? Wisdom does matter. What should we do? Proverbs chapter two, verses 20 through 22. Here's God's advice. So follow the steps of the good and stay on the paths of the righteous. For only the godly will live in the land, and those with integrity will remain in it. But the wicked will be removed from the land, and the treacherous will be uprooted. So my friend today, if you're listening to this and you're struggling with your life, I'm here to tell you, wisdom does matter. God's truth does matter. How God teaches us to live our life, it does matter, and it makes a big difference. I hope that you will surrender your heart, turn to the scripture, and let God begin to teach you his wisdom so that you can make wise choices that will change your life forever. Thanks for listening today. I hope you have a great day, and I trust that you'll join us again tomorrow for Touch of the master's hand. Goodbye, everybody.